This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. Funny, it's funny because I didn't care. <laughs> no, you didn't care that it was going to... I didn't care you were going to be deaf. Deafened me. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, with that pop, it means that our show has begun. It does. Welcome to the Innocuous Bastards, a podcast that addresses current events, weird news, and our take on the day's most burning questions, all while under the influence. Hashtag allegedly. Hashtag. Uh, it's not really alleged at this point. Right now, I'm drinking. <laughs> why, I'm drinking. why, why dispel the suspense? No, though, you know? no but I'm just saying. But uh, right now, I'm drinking Bridgeport Brewing Long Ball Ale, dry hopped, and it's a uh, what is this? A 22 ouncer? That's a bomber. That's uh, yeah, it's a pint. Wait, no, no, it's, no, it's not pint. right. This is a pint. That's a yeah. pint. Okay, that's 16 ounces, right? Yep. And uh, and Ag, you are drinking. I'm drinking a, a vintage night. Uh, no, actually, tw- 20, 2015 PBR mm-hmm. Excellent. labeled beer. It's a good year. Good year. Yeah, have you ever heard of it? I have actually. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was into it a long time ago, but whatever. Fantastic, Mac. What's in the brown bag? Uh, it's not MD twenty twenty today. It's um, some Trader Joe's. Um, Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Which, mm. yeah, it's good. That smelled yeah. good. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> good, good. Uh, apart from, uh, thanks for reporting on you, what you're drinking. Well, how yes. was the week? AG. Fine week. It wasn't as, as long as it normal. ever was. Yeah. yeah. It was good. <laughs> I think. It's about seven days. <laughs> this this week it was. This past week it was seven days. Um, Mac? How come there's no leap weeks? There's I know, right? Right. Why can't we just get one of those every now and then? And I, I don't I should remember, did, in the last episode, did we determine that it is a leap, a leap year? It is a leap year. It's a leap year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Something, something bad's going to happen. <laughs> the worst thing that will happen uh, uh, soon is that I come back to work. Mm. So my four-week vacation is over. Worse, bad for who? For me. Oh. And for everybody, probably. No, okay. You run a four-week four vacation, really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's almost a sabbatical. That's <laughs> just what people are saying. But uh, it flew by, flew by. Um, but anyway, Wait, so what is a what is a sabbatical versus a vacation? I, I I thought on a sabbatical you're supposed to like go do something. Like teachers can go on sabbatical. Well, they, a, they go learn something, or they go travel, they go find themselves, or yoga. I think or it just like might be an HR term at this point. Like, I've never heard of it. In, you know, uh, instead of getting your your regular two weeks off, your sabbatical is, is five weeks. I thought sabbatical was something where you're taking time off to improve. That's what I thought. On whatever your knowledge or skill set is, to come back to use that skill. I learned how to consume, uh, how to better consume alcohol in the four weeks that I was <laughs> off. So you should get some I, tuition, like reimbursement for that. I'm going to submit it. I'm going to submit it. Yeah, because I think it expensive. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what's in the news, guys? Uh, day 15, as of the, this recording, mm. of Occupied Bundy is what yeah. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. The uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Malheur. Malheur is correct. I think that's how I'm hearing it, Malheur. Malheur Wildlife Refuge in in Burns, yeah. Oregon, Southern Oregon. Well, in Burns, it's really not... It's, it's not like, in Burns. It's like 30 miles from Burns. Okay, my bad. So Something. near Burns, so the, uh, the these ranchers and uh, 
who are not even from Oregon, or most of them are not even or- uh, from Oregon. There's some Idaho, have occupied Nevada, yeah. uh, the wild uh, federal land, federal facility, and uh, it's been a couple of weeks, more than a couple of weeks at this point. Probably no end in, in sight at this point. No, they, uh, what are you, I think that, well, I was going to say. Well, they, they tried, right? Yeah. They're trying. They, well, I don't think they're trying that hard. They keep saying, they keep saying, uh, they keep telling the media that they're going to leave as soon as the, the, the community asked them to leave. Well, the community has already asked them to get the hell out, and they're still there. Apparently, they're occupying some sort of government building. I don't know if it's actually on the, is it in Burns, or is it in the, is it on the reservation, or wherever the hell it is. In the reservation. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Is there sorry, a reservation out there? I don't know. Yeah, uh, or it was a reservation. There is a there is a reservation near there, and in fact, the, those um, those Native American that Native American group was one of the first who publicly decried the you know these occupiers like, yes. oh, you really you're 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 <laughs> you're trying to get back at the federal government? Hey, give us the opportunity first to get back at the federal government for, for stealing our land. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing badly, of course, but you know, but they you, made you know, it known. Forgot the. <laughs> they made it known. They made it known how unhappy they were. Yeah, but apparently they've been occupying these buildings and uh, trying to hack into government uh, computers. I heard, heard, or I heard that they were trying. I'm, I'm not sure if they actually did. Um, but I think the the best story so far to come out from it is the the bird watchers or birders. I don't know. I guess birders, they yeah. be called birders. And uh, a 70-year-old birder, I can't remember his name uh, at this particular moment, but he was out near where these people were doing their thing. A fence, I think it's by a fence or something, maybe, and um, which they, I think they tore, they tore down a fence for some stupid reason. But one, uh, apparently, I remember from the article, a fat, pudgy, red-faced rancher ordered him to stop and get down on the ground, and he was like, fuck this, no, I'm not getting on the ground. I'm just I'm just here to bird, um, to be a bird watcher and birding right now, and uh, the the you know the bully tried tried to keep him doing. And apparently the the old man used a wrestling move, and he kicked his legs out from under him. Somehow the big fat rancher fell on the back on his back, and I remember from the article he was moaning and groaning and out of breath. So he got the wind knocked out of him and the shit kicked out of him, and everybody kind of liked that. I mean, I think that's the best story so far. Is, is the seven-year-old burger uh, is more powerful and has more moves than the the terrifying m- militia, the Bundy people. So if you put this in a Star Wars context, oh yeah, he's the old man was kind of Yoda. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, because uh, Ben didn't really old uh, Ben uh, Kenobi didn't really do that much in that first, you know, that third Star Wars or that, well, the fourth one, I guess. He did. And he had his moments, but he didn't actually deliver an ass kicking like Yoda did before. I think. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Who's agreed. Ben Kenobi? Obi Wan. He goes ben. by Ben. Well, that's when he was hiding out in uh, you know the desert, his, watching over Luke. Sorry, his, I'm, I'm a casual Star Wars fan. His really know. top secret pseudonym, Ben Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. So different from Obi Wan. <laughs> practically spell it with the same letters. <laughs> the, the, these numbers are probably not new to you guys. So apparently, this Occupy Bundy thing. Yeah. Is costing the county seventy thousand dollars per day. Yep, Jesus that. Christ! Costing federal taxpayers twenty three thousand four hundred dollars a day. Knew that. Mm. Uh, lost lost recreational tourism uh, revenue forty thousand dollars per day, wow. at a total cost of one hundred thirty three thousand four hundred dollars per day is what this occupy. So multiply that times fifteen. It's already costing a lot of money. 
So it's clear that we need to have the government go Waco on them soon. Well, I don't know. People are definitely saying that. What if we just put a big dome over the whole thing? Oh, Alice Stephen King. Yeah. Sorry. Or they could just encircle them in another fence, and then people can watch them through the fence. So, oh, look, look at the militia in, in their native environment. I seriously want to get some, like, Lord of the Rings type stuff in there. You get, like, the big, <laughs> the big uh, grand, the big, the big wolf uh, st- door breaker and just bust the whole thing down. Can yeah. the, gov- yeah. can the government... Works. Is there is there any grounds for the government to be able to go to, to like, smoke bomb the, the, the place and get everybody out and, and arrest them? Because I thought I heard, uh, as of this recording, that one of them got arrested already or something like that. Oh. I think he got arrested off, like he was in town, and he I think he used maybe one of the refuge vehicles to get there. Uh, so he got busted for, you know, improper use of federal government. government. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something like that. Federal government. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing of it is, is that I think if you look at what happens, and it, it, you go to a semi-serious uh, tone on this, if you look at what happens with the, uh, and I know we've discussed the Black Lives Matter and how maybe there's sometimes they're not always doing what's in the best interest of everybody else either. But if you look at them, they end up usually getting tased or stomped or tear gassed or something like that happens, and they're called thugs. But then you look at the white, these militias that are going in here, really, for no, nobody wants them there anyway. They're just sort of protesting nothing. Uh, I think that shows a big difference in you know, the way that the police, the federal government would have reacted here. Maybe, maybe not the federal government, but definitely the local police. If these people were African-American or they were, maybe it was an Indian, maybe it was the reservation, uh, I don't know what tribe it is down there, but if they were holding it, I'm sure that they would have already gone in by now and done, and done something kind of nasty. I don't, I'm of two minds about that. One, I can sort of see that point of view, but on the other side, I kind of don't think they would. Um, that would seem like an unnecessary escalation based on somebody's race. Maybe that, you know, out there that's less of a consideration, but, uh, you know, just because some people are in a building, they're not being violent. And but they're costing, they're costing people money. They're well, they, illegally there anyway. They're, so they are, so they are breaking was, the law. Occupy Portland was kind of the same way. It's, you know, it's costing money and it's, you know, these people really aren't supposed to be there and that's, they didn't go in just well. They sort of did. Eventually, they got him out of there. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. through it wasn't through uh, violent mes- uh, methods. Well, but, but we're talking about the inside versus outside. Yeah, you're, you're talking about county sheriffs, and you're talking about then you're talking about the city of Portland and the you know the police here. Yeah, they 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 have a spotlight on them. I think there, if there was a, they would be more likely to react because these people, even though they don't really want them there, they're the same. A lot of them shared the same viewpoints. And so that's another reason why they, they haven't really, uh, I mean, they're, they're, sick, they're sick of them being there, but you're not going to see them go in and, you know, have a civil war against their own brothers, basically. But I, I guarantee you, if it was, a, if it was a, a bunch of Native Americans there occupying buildings, it, would, it definitely would have gone differently initially. Now, the federal government probably wouldn't do that. All right. No, but I think I think it is time for them to 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 leave, and hopefully they. I mean, but it's clear that they're they're not interested in leaving. They're just going to stay there as long as they can. Something needs to happen because, first of all, I'm tired of hearing about it. I agree. And and as far as like the point that they're trying to make or their particular reason for doing all of this, yeah, I don't know if I agree with it. I don't agree with the methods. No, it's pretty weak. I, I'm having a hard time thinking of another um, subgroup of our population that comes more 
directly head to head with the federal government than ranchers. I mean, you, you live in your little community and you've got your ranch and there are certain places where you, your cattle can't go. And if they do go, you're in trouble with the feds and the feds aren't really, they aren't doing anything with that land. So I can kind of understand some of their frustrations and it's just, we don't, so many of us don't have to butt heads with the federal government just to do our jobs day to day. Right. So um, the, the the guys that got sent away to prison that kind of initiated this whole yeah. thing, they were bur- they had a fire on their property and it it transgressed their property line onto federal land. So they got charged with arson and they're having to spend time in a federal. Prison well, there was some poaching that. too that I know. Right. That there may be more. There too. was a lot of stuff that these that these these guys were doing. And that's the thing. I think that's why you need to have the counterbalance of the guy. I know the people don't like the government and their business and our guns and our religion, but they're there because if they don't, then you just have chaos, and then you just have an- you just have anarchy. So you need to have that, or they're just going to do whatever they want, and then they're going to screw around with the other you know environmental factors around there too. You can't just do whatever the hell you want on public land. You, you have to be respectful, and I think that for the most part, the, the, the BLM lets them do what what they want to do, but they're under this mistaken, I think it's a false narrative of the government is they got their boots on their neck. Well, they're, they're not really. They're just, I mean, mo- the government presence there is pretty light, obviously, because they're able to occupy their buildings. It's, it isn't like they're, uh, you know, got a bunch of uh, spies on them and they're, uh, you know, trying to take over the land. I think that their, their strategy is, is, is going to backfire and it's, it's making them look even more stupid. Can we talk about the names of some of these guys? Yes. That... Well, Ammon Bundy to me. Ammon, it sounds like some sort of like Egyptian god. Yeah. Yeah. Ammon Bundy, which I think he's he's the son of the guy from the, the rancher in Nevada who also had a bit of a run-in, I think, with the government. Yeah, I think there's one that has a really weird name <laughs> that I keep, I keep reading. Is it like Fisticuffs or something like that? <laughs> Is there a PR guy? No, there's a guy that there's. It's like a really weird first and last name too. Like this has to be a. Well, it's like they all have name. They all have last names as first names, <laughs> and they're also again like you're saying they're like old Bab. Oh, here. So one of the ranchers. Onion names. Yeah, yeah, it's Robert Lavoy Finnicum. Oh, she just goes them, by right. Lavoy Finnicum. Lavoy Finnicum. Is Robert not good enough for him? Um, no. No. Well, Lavoy. Who else we got? I'm that, sure there's some more in there. That's actually a pretty good name, though. Kenneth Medenbach. I guess that's not, yeah, that's not too bad, bad of a name. There's this one that was just like, it's not even, Finnicum's not even that bad, I guess. But I know they have an I, they, they actually have an, an IT guy with them, which is kind of interesting. Um, Paiute, by the way, the... Uh, the Native American. I was going to say Paiute. The pa- what? I was going to say that was, was my was my guest of the tribe. The tribe, was exactly. Ah, okay. <laughs> wow. All right, well, so that's the Occupied Bundy. What do you know about it? All I know is that it's all over my Twitter feed, and I, you know, I've muted it already. <laughs> I've muted it on Facebook. I don't want to read about that shit anymore. <laughs> right, but, uh, right, right. It's like that it's in Harney County. Why, mm-hmm. why isn't their slogan, Miso Harney? <laughs> Miso Harney. On that note, we'll be right back. Gentlemen. That's us. According to the uh, Portland Tribune, there was a, uh, there's actually a real estate 
agency in Seattle called Redfin, real estate brokerage rather, that uh, used seven categories or seven classifiers to help determine that Southeast Hawthorne area is among the nation's most competitive home buying markets and one of the best neighborhoods in the nation. Is that what it's based on? Is how competitive the home buy? That's yeah. probably true. But Hawthorne. So, um, and the uh, and you know, and some of the other winners, some of the top ten well, are, you know, in Massachusetts, yeah. Washington. What um, Washington? Uh, over Redmond, Over Lake mm-hmm. Redmond, Washington. Okay. Mm-hmm. In Massachusetts, it's uh, Cambridge, Inman Square in Cambridge, mm-hmm. Brighton in Boston. Roosevelt neighborhood in Seattle, mm-hmm. Spring Hill in Somerville, Massachusetts, Gro- Grass Lawn in Redmond, again Redmond, San Francisco, Central Sunset uh, neighborhood in San Francisco. Are you familiar with that? No, but I know where the Seattle one. Finney are. Finney Ridge uh, oh, near the zoo. Finney Ridge. Yeah. So this, is, this sounds like a pretty highly concentrated number of Seattle area neighborhoods. And it's a like Seattle that's, article, You said right? three, if not yeah. four already. Yeah, and uh, and Cambridgeport. Uh, neighborhood in Massachusetts. So basically, Massachusetts, Washington, Oregon, and I mean Seattle and Portland. Yeah, it sounds like it's is this, kind of is a this where they article. have offices. Like, is, are those <laughs> well, the, 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 the offices? Yeah. The funny, the thing about this, uh, apparently, what they're saying is that these uh, area, what helps these areas, is the tech and pharma uh, industries are very popular in these particular cities, but then within within Portland, Hawthorne is the one that's the hottest. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm have. Do you problems agree with, with it? I, uh, hot and I, I, yes and no. Okay. The reason yes, think about Hawthorne. I don't. No, let's think about no first. Uh, what? Let's go. To, let's go with no. Let's first. go with no first. Okay. Hawthorne's not that interesting to me. It's yeah. I don't go there much. I mean, I, I have to drive through there to get to certain places, but I don't find myself spending much time on Hawthorne. And I actually hate driving through Hawthorne. I don't yeah. mind it. It's actually you can't you know you can't turn, but it's you know. Well, there's always there's always throngs of people on the side. No, on, there's on there's the really sidewalks. not. There's swaths, really not even. swaths. There's yeah. never there's never swaths of people there. It's <laughs> there not as swaths. it's not as populated as you think. So that's the no side. The uh, yes side is, hey, think about where you are. You are between Division and Belmont. So not only do you have your your neighborhood, but you have two pretty decent neighborhoods on either side of you. Running parallel. But there's nothing on Hawthorne that's particularly great at all. There's, there's enough if you live there that you probably would go to the bars, to the yeah. kind of, I think, shitty restaurants that are on Hawthorne. But you have access to go you know, up a few blocks or down a few blocks Go to go to division if you want to go. Out so to it's center. a three for, for the it people. It is kind of a three for. for the and then you're also close there. to Mount Tabor, and you're close to downtown. Right. So, I can see why that. Yes, there's some appeal there, but based on just purely what Hawthorne offers, not much. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not super keen on it. I mean, yeah. you give me a house, yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. But I wouldn't put my focus on, on outbidding someone on a house that's in the Hawthorne neighborhood. I'd rather live somewhere else. But I can see why they would think that. I mean, it's it is central and it's it's got little satellite um, areas of interest that are walkable, and that's kind of a rare thing. Yeah. 
Well, I, I would even pick Montevilla over. I think it's more interesting than Hawthorne. I mean, I know it's not as close, but you're still right there by Mount Tabor. I like most of the restaurants around there. The bars are usually pretty good, and they have okay. a good farmer's market uh, for what it's worth. Not that I really cared much about that, but I, don't know um, I just think it's a, a it's a more low key. And I do, I do have to disagree, but the people that are always on this, there's a lot of people that are always, there's a bunch of these shops, uh, and they're worthless places to go. A lot of the re the 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 re the the retrade. So you don't go, you don't go to Berry Essentials. Yeah, yeah, I go there a lot. Yeah, the the the, the little Pals bookstore, the little satellite that they have there. There's the, the only thing I like there is a it's a pasta place. I can't remember the name of it. Pasta Works. Is it Pasta Works? Yeah, and that's the only thing Gone. about Hawthorne that I would like. Okay, well that just things closed. Yeah. So yeah, well then yeah. There so go. there's nothing really there to like anymore. And I don't like any of, of you know the bars that are along there. Uh, I hate the Starbucks there on uh, 37th and Hawthorne. I fucking <laughs> hate that place. Once again, Amato is the first one to drop the F-bomb. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh, well, we, do, we do it in the intro. What, what is it about that particular Starbucks <laughs> that bothers you? It, it's, first of all, you can't find it. You can barely find a seat. Like any time yeah. of day, there's people there that just hang out there for the whole That's what I mean. Day. It's full of people who just hang out there. Yeah. So I think there is, and so there, and then driving along, you can't drive on one side of Hawthorne because there's all these cars parked there, and you're in this little little tiny lane, and there's people, and there's a bunch of scumbag, there's, you know, fucking skaters. Everybody and crosses, and everybody yeah. crosses the fucking street. Yeah, they just walk right out in the middle of the. You know, and street. they added those. Uh, this this is basically all the no uh, no to Hawthorne here, but yeah. they add all those uh, what do they call those unprotected walk crosswalks, right? Not uh-huh. unprotected, but there's no lights. There's no lights. Yeah, they just fucking walk right. Is that out. called an unprotected crosswalk or I don't whatever know what the, the term, is. term is? But the Are point- you going to put a condom on it or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point is, it's like you know, there's no light, and but here and of course here in Portland, yeah, or, you, you know, have you to have stop have to stop. You have to fucking stop. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but that's why that's here what I'm in, only here in Portland. You have to stop. For no, 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 no. But there's more of a conscientious effort here, I think, in the city. In fact, Patrick Stewart was here like a couple of years ago, and one of, that's one of the things that he mentioned. Patrick Stewart, of course, Captain Jean Luc. Picard, sponsor and, of the show, and, and other also Francis Xavier, and, and also <laughs> other uh, other roles. But uh, he said that you know that one th- the one thing that he noticed that, that he specifically noticed about Portland is that Portland drivers really do stop for pedestrians, so pedestrians can cross. Yeah. So cross I have a question street. about that. I know this is a little auxiliary, but I've heard and I think I've seen people follow this rule that a pedestrian needs to be completely out of the crosswalk before you. Drive through six oh. feet from the crosswalk across uh, of their destination. On so the they other have to side. be. I, I see this all the time. I think this is a myth of Portland. Is that <laughs> you need to wait till they're like out of the street? Like, oh no, no, no! That. Like you can be on a four lane. They cross right yeah. in front of you. They have to wait for the next three lanes for them to cross for you to start going. And I see this all the oh, time. Oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. People I think do that, think that you have to do that. It's like I, you have to wait for them to be completely out of the street before you can start moving. Mm-hmm. And I've never been able to find out for sure, but I think it's bullshit. And it actually impedes progress. So. It does. It, it makes more traffic. It makes more problems. There's more uh, uh, resentment from driver to, to pedestrian who purposely walks slow. They they walk slow across because they know they can see that you want to turn. They're like, well, I'm a I am a pedestrian. I have the right of way. I'm just gonna sort of go along here at my own pace. You okay. know the worst place. Sorry to interrupt you. The worst place for that to happen is when you're on, I think it's second, and you're going north to turn onto Burnside. 
Like you're there by Shanghai Tunnels. And oh, yeah. So you've got a long street, and then there's a median in the middle. So somebody that's crossing the same way, you're on the same side, and you're cross, You're going to go left <laughs> in front of them. You have to wait like a good half a minute for them to get all the way across the street. Yeah, and, and then, then you're, by then, there's, then like, there's nothing left to turn. And then you're no forced to run. or uh, You're really forced Pretty to run much. a light. Yeah. 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 And then you know how like with certain there's, – there's a difference in the way people cross – you know whether like white people versus black people versus Asians. There's oh, different ways that they cross. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but here's the. I was. I'm, I'm on PortlandOregon.gov, and it does say that at any uh, that crosswalk, the the driver must stop and remain stopped for pedestrians until they have cleared the lane in the which lane. you are traveling. Okay, excellent. Or into which you are turning. That's fine. Then. That's, that's wait. I'm sorry. And the next lane. So yeah. So once they've crossed both the the lane that you're in and the lane to your left, let's say you're on the right lane. Right. Then yeah. Then you can go. Okay. I thought it was like six feet uh, uh, prior to them getting to the uh, other side or something. But this that's what it says over here. Um, and then uh, I guess and also stop and remain stop for blind pedestrians using a white cane or a guide dog until the pedestrian is completely across. They're color coding the, the blind way. people's canes now. Yeah. How are we supposed to know this? <laughs> what do they have plus, a black it's, cane? plus it's racist. Yeah, it's white cane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's the official blind cane is the white cane. Maybe why is it right like ones. fluorescent orange or something? It should I be mean, something that you can see. Because they don't need to worry about like. Can you not see that at night? That white, white cane? No, I don't know. I, I probably they probably put reflective paint on it. I would. I would. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. Well, I just know that in other cities that I've been to, the pedestrians and the cars, yeah, some you know sometimes it looks like it's someone's going to get killed, but it, from for the most part, it works out fine. I think Portland's the only place where you're going to you're going to have road rage, but it's going to be on the opposite way. It's going to be the fucking pedestrian because they're so goddamn entitled. Well, exactly, pedestrians are entitled in this city. And but anyway, going back to Hawthorne real quick. So obviously, there's a stretch there. Where there's a swaths of people, yes, swaths, um, literally crossing the street, <laughs> and there's you know there's protected crosswalks and mid mid block crosswalks, but then there's long stretches where the crosswalk from one one crosswalk to to another is probably three to four blocks, right? Mm-hmm. Actual marked crosswalks. So, but there's people. So there's people also constantly trying to cross the freaking street on those long stretches during a traffic jam or when there's a high high volume of cars. Yeah, and of course those pedestrians expect those drivers to stop for them. What I'm really pissed off about on Hawthorne, because I see this all the freaking time, <laughs> is that literally somebody's trying to cross on an unprotected or unmarked cross, uh, crosswalk. The marked and protected and the lit crosswalk is literally the next block. Yeah, they're right Just there. Just fucking walk to the next block. I'm not going to stop for you. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. But if, I'm, if I don't stop, I'll be fine. 250 bucks if I'm caught. <laughs> if I'm caught. So, uh, I'm, I'm just yeah. thinking I've been on this planet for this number of years. Yeah. And that still remains a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never been pulled over for not, oh, you know. Say your age. I'll bleep yeah. it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Let's just say mid 40s. Yeah. Uh, that works. And I've never been ticketed, cited, warned about not yielding to pedestrians. So whatever I'm doing now is fine. Also, you're white. So plus you're white. Yeah. yeah. I, do get, I do get out of some shit. Yeah, and it really does help. I mean, I, I've done some things that right in front of. 
police like beyond my and, and, unless they're in Beaverton then they're just in, or at, outside of the Portland itself or just Portland proper but the Portland police for the most part they have other more important things to worry exactly. about exactly what, so you said unless you're in Beaverton yeah so Beaverton, Beaverton I did get I got a ticket for I looked at my phone for just a second and I put it down and a motorcycle cop pulled me over and I got a ticket for uh, distracted driving oh my god that happened to me too yeah they're a bunch of fucking <laughs> in Beaverton bastards. in Washington County yeah. fuck them in Washington County yeah. but in Portland I mean you do it right in front of the cops you look at the, the they don't care because they, they realize it's well it's a secondary offense it's not they can't pull you over for doing supposedly they can't pull you over for doing that oh. it's for something else and if you're doing and that they, they attack that it on tell, I did not know that so I, I think that's unless that's changed unless it's a primary offense now you may need to, in Beaverton. When, how long ago was your thing? Uh, it was about six months ago. If you can contest yeah. that. Well, I went in and did um, this class. You appeared before. Oh, no, you have to do this class. You got to sit there for an hour and a half or something and watch it distract driver. You know, about all the accidents for people who are on their phones texting, which I wasn't doing. Um, that kind of thing, and then they was reduced it. Was, it. It a, was there a film? Yeah, there was a there was a film. There was like a PowerPoint presentation thing. This Werner Werner Herzog did a little thing about distracted driving really yeah uh, it wasn't that i wish it was it though. might have been though no it was mostly it was like well it wasn't really a film it was mostly just like uh it's like three different cuts. people talking no it wasn't that i mean not together but three different stories no okay never mind no no it wasn't that <laughs> yeah, that's mine yeah. that's uh, but the the, the 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 really the best thing about it is is that um oh it's a wood it's a woodpecker uh, sorry. ADHD. Yeah. I, I didn't pay the extra. So they actually reduced the ticket. They were going to wipe it off the record, but then I didn't pay the ticket. So I got it reinstated. <laughs> and yes. then I, yeah. So all of it kind of was a big waste of time anyway. Well, you definitely can't be a distracted driver on Hawthorne because of the freaking pedestrians are trying to yeah. cross the, no. the street all the time. Yeah. So. Oh, well, I think uh, so. We, uh, we we said all that, that that fucking article is a bunch of it's just a bunch so. Of I think bullshit. we rest our case on Hawthorne. Yeah. yeah, they should they should probably have picked a different neighborhood. Well, as I say, I think I think Montebello certainly one. I think the neighborhood that I live in is, is actually pretty. I think Goose Goose Hollow is pretty cool. Uh, I think Brooklyn's okay. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking. Okay, fine. Tech, pharma, blah blah. blah. I just don't understand why people would want to move. Well, except we already we already said that. Maybe they get a three for if you move to Hawthorne because you have. <laughs> Belmont also in division uh, neighborhoods there. I would certainly, you know, I guess that's that's a plus. Yeah. What about your neighborhood? I uh, I like my neighborhood. I think my the only the only downside there is that parking. Uh, parking. You know, there's <laughs> actually the, I mean you've got zone parking now and uh, and for the most part, I mean actually that helps me out now because I can find parking fairly easily now uh at any time of day but but still you know having your car parked out out in the street and yeah. you have no designated parking um you know that could be that could be pretty iffy you know you definitely have to have insurance that's for sure oh yes um what about you what what would you recommend ag instead of for a neighborhood or do you I mean, agree you know, about Hawthorne? Then? It i guess it depends on yeah livability or you want the nightlife or whatever you actually you lived uh, lived in the Hawthorne area I live in the Hawthorne area now. Yeah. But lower Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, Hosford Abernathy. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I, as far as a great neighborhood, you know, there's so many things come into mind of what it costs, what it's close to, what's there. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't mind being down. I think actually Woodstock's kind of up and coming right now. And, 
Yeah, that might be a, a place to be. It might almost be too late to get in too, you know, on the ground floor on the there. Cheap but side, yeah. that well, would be it, nice. But there's something right. if, like if you're looking for nice houses, man. There's so many areas in Portland, Portland that have such nice houses. No. Like you know, Irvington is great. Right. And, yeah, Irvington is one. And man. Piedmont, and you know, there's just all these. Even Alameda. Alameda is yeah. wonderful, and it, but they're not. There's not stuff there though. It's just these are nice houses, and it's pretty, but you're you're not close to stuff. So I mean, Laurel Horse to be pretty sweet. I know that's partially. Uh, uh, it's not Hawthorne, but it's it's in the area. It's on yeah. the Belmont side of that, but. That's pretty nice. I mean, if you're walking through there, it's like freaking going through Rivendell or Portland, something. You know? <laughs> Portland definitely has a lot of great neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, but if you had to choose a, a neighborhood where you're like, no, I'm not going to go to that neighborhood. Well, I'm not going to go? That, yeah. It's like, no. Like somebody would say, maybe they talk up their neighbor and you go, no, I disagree with you completely. Like, you know, like somebody would, somebody would, people would be talking about Mississippi. I don't really feel Mississippi, oh, that, yeah, no. for instance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mississippi is nice to visit. That's a, I mean, sometimes. It's, yeah. I wouldn't want if I'd want to live that close there. But I don't know. Probably the the, main, the number one is St. John's. <laughs> Sorry, Jeannie. <laughs> uh, and I like St. John's. I think St. John's is actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but it's it, its own thing. It's an yeah. island, basically. And it's yeah, you're, you're not close to everybody else. So and there's a, there's parts of Portland like that. Selwood's a little bit like that. It's kind of nice if you're there, but you're trying to get somewhere else in the city. Yeah, yeah it isn't exactly easy to get there for sure because you got to deal with a lot. Just yeah, so there's a lot of outlets. But I think one of the big things about whatever neighborhood it would be for Portland is that it needs to be somewhat central, somewhat inner, so that you can really easily access all the things that Portland offers. And that's probably why Hawthorne made that list. That it because probably it's, did. Probably the most accessible neighborhood, apart from downtown Goose Hollow in northwest Portland, yeah, right. for affordable housing, maybe. Yeah, if it's even It's pretty expensive over there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I think Hawthorne is the last place I want to live in Portland, honestly. I just do not like <laughs> Hawthorne area at all. Yeah. Just think, you could be one of those people crossing the street and causing I wouldn't. Mayhem. I wouldn't do Well, maybe I wouldn't. They should just install zip lines over the street. Zip lines, you climb yeah. on them. Oh my God! We should have. They should have gondolas, like overhead gondolas. How do you pronounce it? Gondola? Is it gondola? Gondola. 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 Uh, that would be awesome. I think uh, overhead pedestrian crossing, like the, what they have in PSU. Why not? That's what yeah. they should install. Let's get it on. That's what they do in Japan. Make it happen. Anyway, or under. Under would be fine. Yeah, yeah be but then under you have to dig. It's probably already dug. Tunnels. I mean, you already dig for sewer and shit. So that's true. And plus, I mean, if you ever go down, yeah, have pedestrians crossing the sewer, <laughs> sewage waste. Why not? <laughs> Just give them some galoshes. Galoshes, galoshes, Febreze, a bottle of Febreze, and they're fine. Yeah, no, that's good. All right, figured out. Solve. We, like we just made Hawthorne better. We yes. just did it. So Portland Tribune, I mean not Portland Tribune, Redfin Real Estate Brokerage. Seattle from Seattle we agree with you and we disagree with you yes goodbye